Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Kaya. Happy birthday to you. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Okay, can you even believe it? We have a three-year-old. No, I can't believe it. It, uh, as the cliche goes, the time has gone by extremely quickly. I I look at her some days and can't believe that she's already like a little human that does things and has things she likes and tells you what to do. Like and yeah, she has a schedule for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just the assistant to the assistant manager. This is true. This is very true. <laughs> so today on the show, I have Ryan, who's my husband and our podcast producer and Kaya's dad. And we're going to chat all about like what we've learned these first three years of parenting and the challenges, the celebrations, and have really an open and honest conversation with you because I know there are so many mamas and probably dads too listening to this show. And we just kind of want to meet you where you're at and share with you our ups and downs, I guess, right? Yep. Yeah. So this is going to be a really fun show celebrating the youngest member of our team, Kaya Soleil. You ready? I'm ready. You look really nervous, babe. I'm a little nervous. Why are you nervous? We record all the time. Yep, but I'm normally not. Um, <laughs> He's like deer in the yeah, headlights. I'm normally you should not see him. Doing this. Okay, so let's back up a second. We are literally, we were supposed to record this show like a week ago. And right now we're sitting, or like a few days ago, and we're sitting on the floor in our living room. We live in the city, so it's it's loud outside. Sometimes. Sometimes, mostly. Um, and sometimes random people show up on our porch, but that's a, that's a whole other story for another day. So we have taken, okay, so we have these things called nuggets, which I'm sure if you're a parent, you know what a nugget is. Or if you don't, they're these like cushions that are foldable and kids can jump on them and like make all these like playground type things with them. They're the best invention for kids. Like I'm just going to say that straight out. So we have surrounded ourselves with nuggets as a sound barrier in our living room. We're drinking cold coffee because... We are fancy lock Applebee's on a date night. Got the Bourbon Street steak in and the Oreo or, shake. Okay. <laughs> something like that. But no, uh, another sidebar. I heard that song for the first time, like, was it just a few days ago? Monday. Kaya's birthday. On Kaya's birthday. Yeah. And let me just tell you, that song is pretty catchy. It's and catchy, and our daughter now wants to hear it all the all time. The time. Thank so it's you, like, Auntie. <laughs> thank you, Auntie. But um, we you played it last night on our date night, which means you I, like yeah, it. Yeah, because prob- I'm, I'm into it. 
No. The Applebee's song. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's yeah, get, anyways, yeah, let's we're, get, we're digressing. We're totally, yeah, off, off track here. So let's get back into the show. So we're going to chat all about parenting these first three years. And um, yeah, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So let's sort of start with, I have one question, really big question for you. So how do you think, like, what has been the most challenging thing for you the, these first three years? Like, what do you think has been the most challenging thing? For me personally, the, the most challenging thing of becoming a parent and, and being a parent uh, is adjusting your expectations. Ooh. Because generally, things don't go how you imagine them, or at least they didn't used to. Now I am open for the possibility that things will go completely sideways and <laughs> I just don't sideways get, upside down. Yes. All backwards. And you just have to accept that like Christmas gift opening might not look how you imagined it. It's not with, as magical as you imagine. Maybe not. Like maybe not. it's possible. It's possible like trying to get places. Do you remember on time. when Briggs, our nephew, jumped? We had a stack of gifts, and he was, like, maybe, what, two or three? And he, like, jumped right on, and they, like, slid clear across my mom's, like, living room. into the pile of presents, and we were all, like, oh, my God. So, like, something like that. Yes, and, but, yeah, you're just, your life in general, before children, you've got quite a bit of control over how things look and how they go, and you're really pretty much mostly responsible for your life and how it goes every day. When you have children... There's a saying in uh, war that the enemy gets a say. Well, when you're a parent, <laughs> it's really your, child, your child gets a say. Your child so does get a say. No matter what your plans are, your child might have different ideas. And so for me, the hardest thing was just adjusting expectations because I would sometimes have, uh, I'll say, more rigid expectations of what was going to happen and how they were going to go and it just doesn't go that way all the time. Sometimes everything goes great. And is smooth. it almost? Is it kind of almost funny to think back on how you thought things were going to be? Yes. And then it, it was is. like game board flipped over day oh, one. Yeah. Whoosh! Like there you go. Yeah, and I would have. I, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm. I would have a tendency to be like, I'm taking my ball and going home. Sometimes when things didn't go mm-hmm. how I wanted them to, and in three years that has been a big piece of personal growth for me because you just. You're just not going to get everything to be the way you want it to be all the time. So holidays, things like that, they, they every might. day though, like yeah, not yeah, just it's a, no, no. I'm just saying because the holidays just happened. Like that, it's that can be a thing where they don't, you know, when you have a when you have an expectation or a vision, I guess would be a better way to say it of what's going to happen. It doesn't always happen that way. Babe, do you remember when you thought you were going to go back to jujitsu like a few weeks after we gave birth? Yeah, yeah. So that's, <laughs> and you can that's, barely yeah, function. That's, that's a great You're example. You're like, I shouldn't be driving to work right now. Yeah. I'm so tired. I need to go to the gym. And I'm like, All right, what? what? Fa- fast what? forward, it's been almost three years since I went again because it was like, this is you're ridiculous. You're a ridiculous person to think that you're going to be able to make this work. You're sleeping three hours a day. Yes. Sleep. Parents out there with small children sleep. We feel you. We feel you. So what, what would you say is your, was your biggest challenge or maybe is your biggest challenge? Gosh. Yeah. I guess saying is right. Even though it's, I've come so far with this was it's pretty much expectation based too, but just accepting that I was like learning to say no, accepting that I wasn't in, in 
evolving into this this new person like without losing my identity so like let me kind of like elaborate on that a little bit here so like basically I wasn't gonna be the friend that you'd pick up the phone and call and like I could meet you for happy hour that evening or I wasn't gonna be the friend that could probably make the coffee date like I used to not that I never do right and or like I wasn't gonna be the friend that just showed up to everything because I had to start saying no in order to say yes to think. Yes. So I had to decide like when I say yes to something, it means I'm saying no to something else. So for me and every single like we've been through so many seasons with this parenting journey already, just three years in. So in every season, the yeses have looked different and the no's have become more so than anything, I think. And it's really holding that boundary. So for me, the biggest challenge was accepting essentially this new identity um, and being okay with it, that I wasn't going to be like the same and not, and people go through like, you can't lose your identity once you get into motherhood and you're still a person. And why I 100% agree with that. You are still a human. You're still a person. You're still the person you were before, but you have grown and evolved. And I always say like through, not back. That's what I say, through, not back. So the change, so really just accepting that and learning to say no has been so huge for me. And we can sort of like back up a little bit here because uh, to talk a little bit more about like the early days for us, they were really, really challenging. And I know for a lot of new parents, they're really challenging. Uh, We had, I had a really traumatic birth um, to the point where, I mean, I basically almost died giving birth to Kaya. Yes, that's so, fair to say. During an emergency C-section. So um, that part of it was that triggered many things. I ended up with getting PTSD, which was undiagnosed for quite a while. And Ryan was trying to like find, you know, figure out what to do here. So those early days for us, uh, trying to figure out what was going on and like what was happening in our marriage and like was it was so so hard and so challenging and then you would still get people like do you want to meet for coffee can you come to this birthday party and you're literally just trying to survive so that was like so um I guess it was like such a huge change immediately because I was literally in survival mode we were also sleeping like literally three hours a day like not 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 joking like I went I look back on going back to I took a month off and going back to work I think back on it now and I'm like I shouldn't even have been driving like I was so tired and you're trying to go through your life every day and people are probably looking at like I look back at photos of us and we we looked sick like we looked like we were just, I mean, just exhausted, bags under our eyes. Uh, and yeah, when you look back now, it seems so far away, but it, it, we really were just trying to get by. Yeah. And so I, I was, I was like, I'd lost so much blood. I was like green for quite a while. Like I didn't look right. Same thing, not sleeping and then still trying to go back to like, but I had this life before and I should I should, the shoulds come in, right? Like, I should be able to do this. I should be able to meet this friend. I should be able to show up in all these ways. And, like, literally just in survival mode. And for us at that point, we had not built a strong community around us. We did not have a support system. Um, And 
not not a big support system i should say so yeah. we were we were on an island and it was really hard and like the struggles of our marriages and the struggles that i faced um you know mental health wise and personally were so so huge so again going back to the the biggest challenge just adjusting the expectation i guess the same and learning to say no and accepting it and not just like learning to say it and but also being okay with it like, no, I can't, and I'm okay with that because that means I say yes to I get to take a shower today or I get to take a bath or I get to spend time with my family or whatever that looks like. So for me, that has 100% been the biggest challenge, and it has gotten easier, but there have been circumstances even just a couple months ago where saying no or setting a really firm boundary just like made me feel sick on the inside. You yeah, know, and it's hard. So hard. I mean, I would have friends. It's kind of less now, and you realize that like people kind of stop asking, basically. But you're like, you had to say no to stuff, and then, yeah, like you said, like I, you'd have somebody reach out with like, um, I would laugh because people would reach out when Kaya was really little with like hours notice, and I would be like, are are you, you think I can just leave? <laughs> like what? And, you know, no judgment, maybe other people, you're, you're doing things a little different. But for, for me and for us, it was family was number one. My daughter was number one. No matter what, I, I would say no to other things to make sure that everybody was, you know, taken care of. And you, you just had to say no. And now that she's getting bigger, you start to be able to say yes to more things more social things and uh like us things as uh husband and wife and we just started like we basically just more recently started implementing like a date night where like yep. no matter what outside of like something really huge um we we have a date night once a week and we didn't have that and no, the no. first year with Kaya we really didn't have much support as in someone watching her either so like really honestly so much has changed for us when I talk about those seasons just in these last like three four you know three to six months a, a lot has changed so we can say yes to that now we can say yes to ourselves more now and I think this a lot of the you know, on social media or like through blogging or this, what you're seeing out there is you need to get back to yourself right away and you need to get back to this and back to that. And again, it's through, not back. And you can honor the season that you're in that right now is not forever. And this was also a really hard thing for me. Like these six months are not the next six months and or the next six months after that. Everything is so different and accepting that you don't have to, like just because you have to say no now doesn't mean you're going to have to say no in a year. Yeah. And that was definitely hard for me also because I had the initially this idea of like getting back to the things that Oh, were, the back were is important just, ah. to me and it's like you're not going back your life is different now you have a little person who is counting on you and who you are the most important thing in their whole world so you can't at least again I for me it was not a matter of like she can be second or third or fourth it was this is she's the most important thing and your personal wit like 
wanting to go to a concert with your friends on Friday is not the most important thing. Well, actually, thing. it's funny because there have been times where that's come up and you absolutely could have gone, but you're so exhausted. Yeah. You just well, want to yeah, sleep. Now, yeah, now I don't even want is to. saying yes to that. And yeah. so we're not here. We're definitely not here to say like you cut your whole life out by any means. But again, just honoring the season yes. that you're in and honoring how you evolve as a human being. Yes. You know, because, and your likes and interests and friends can change. Yes. And you don't you don't have to like giving yourself permission to not drag yourself through something that you don't even really truly want to do just because you, you, you feel should. like you should be going to do it. Yes. It's like you don't actually have to go do that. If what you really want to do is snuggle up on the couch and watch uh, you know, a Disney movie with your two year old on a Friday night, even though your friends asked you to go somewhere, watch the movie. Why are you making yourself go out if you don't want to? And then the other part, I mean, we're leaving out a big elephant in the room about our parenting journey. COVID started when oh, Kaya was one. one. So one. we've we've we had a big stretch of time where it was COVID. We, you, you weren't so, even supposed to be seeing people. So we were like going through as, uh, you know, still get we got our sea legs under us we got a one-year-old but it was like you you all of a sudden your your family and everybody is supposed to be off limits to you and that was also no one no one in any shape way or form knew what this whole thing was gonna do or what it was gonna look like when it started I remember thinking it was gonna be like a, a month or two and we were gonna be back to normal and that seems just laughable. We now. were like literally, we had gone to Mexico when Kaya was 13 months old. It was almost exactly two and years ago. Yeah, like, almost to the, exactly. To the week, and the story broke while we were there. Yeah, so we're sitting on a beach in Mexico, and Ryan comes up to me, and like I think he just like handed me a drink, and he was like, oh, there's like this virus or something. And I was like, dude, my child just fell asleep. I just nursed her to sleep. You, I had a pina colada. I was like living my best beach life. And he's like trying to talk to me about some like virus and all this. And I was like, get out of here with this. Well, look what, you know, a couple weeks later we come back and here we, here we were in the thick of COVID. Mm-hmm. So that was also a huge, I, we kind of felt like after a year, like again, like Ryan said, we had our sea legs under us and like sort of like help was kind of coming. Like my journey with the PTSD, I was like starting to heal, which was really good. And then, but also that still posed challenges throughout. And then we got hit with with COVID and the isolation. It was like, we thought it was going to kind of go away and it didn't. Yeah. And that, that was also... A real curveball and yeah. really challenging. So we, you know, we had. It's been it's been kind of a roller coaster, really. To it be. has, and I know for so many people it is, and and so many parents are feeling the same struggle. I have you know friends and friends of friends, and what you see out there, and like I know that we're not alone in this. I know that there are so many couples or parents out there that are also like trying to find that balance and of what to say yes to, what to say no to, what parenting needs to look like, what it should look like, all of that. And and it's a con- it's a constant like evolution of mm-hmm. of life, really. Yep. And so yeah, so we the, so the other the other thing that that happened since we've been parents is you started your 
work that you're now doing with, yeah. with Beth and BPR and the Bus Bench Babes. and Which this. is like a whole story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> We're so, going to go down so many yeah, so rabbit holes here. There's a lot to go down and like we could, you know, our journey could go down all kinds of different paths to tell our story, I guess. Yeah. But really, honestly, the saying going back to the question of like what's been the heart, like the most challenging for you, and it's the the really boundary setting, expectations, expectations boundaries, saying no, like that kind of thing, right? Like mm-hmm. that's for sure been the hardest. So, okay, Ryan, I have another question for you. Um, what has been re- the most rewarding for you? Boy, that's that's a that's a big one. Um, I mean, I don't, the most rewarding thing has just been watching, I mean, watching Kaya grow and change and seeing the person she's becoming is like, it's really amazing and more amazing in all the little ways that you see every day that like, I could go on and on. And to me, it's like, I, after three years, I definitely feel like I'm winning as a parent and that is that is awesome because it was not easy. Like I for sure have had to conquer some of my own bullshit and I'm in therapy and like, I have all kinds of my own stuff that I was working on before. But once you have, for me, having a child opened up some new doors of stuff that I didn't necessarily realize were there. And it was like, Oh man, I thought I had a better handle on this and now I'm looking at, but the reality is having, having a child like reframed my view of life in a lot of ways. And so then things, things kind of shift and you go, Oh crap, I got to go deal with this thing. It forces you to look in the mirror. Really. It's just like, it's glaring right back at you. So the inner work, right. is just like such been a huge part of this journey. Yes. Because oftentimes I, it's hard to admit, but a lot of times, whatever, whatever the thing is that is happening, that is making you feel really activated, triggered, whatever the situation is when you're with your child, your wife, your husband, whatever, it's usually you. Like it's a lot of times. Oh, it is. It's always you. Are you kidding me? Usually it's, (laughs) it's always you. Yeah. It really usually always is (laughs) because it's, it's, and that's hard to admit. It is really hard to admit. And that's been, that has been, to be honest, that's been, I guess, part of the rewarding part is I feel like I really have grown as a human being since having a child. And there's ways that I have grown that Kaya is the reason for good reasons that I have grown. Like it's forced me to deal with things differently than I would have otherwise. And there's probably patterns that I would have continued to repeat except for Our brains having patterns. Her. Well, that's your, it's your life. It's like the, the whole thing with most anything in life is it's little, little shifts end up being where you end up on a certain path. And it's like, it starts with just repeated small choices. And that is really how it goes. So when you're, when you're trying to change, it's the same thing. You're not going to see a big shift in a week most of the time, but in a year, if you keep working at it, just like anything that you want to get good at, it's you got to keep practicing, practicing, that yeah, yeah, exercise, and then eventually the patterns will start to shift because you continue to work at it, and your brain starts to rewire itself a little bit, and 
yeah, you get you get the change that you're looking for. But those personally, the rewarding thing has been watching Kaya grow and and also like selfishly some of my own seeing yourself grow. Yeah, seeing myself really grow. Really growth, been, yeah. Yeah, growth. Yeah. So that has been really rewarding. Yeah. Uh, so I think for me, the most rewarding thing has been, um, which I kind of feel like this is like selfish to say this a little bit, but I'm just, it's probably just uh, me, me thinking that, but seeing like my, the hard work and like the effort payoff. So like, let me sort of go, go back a little bit with that. So basically, um, like we follow more of like a respectful parenting. Everyone approaches parenting differently. And that's our approach is more of a natural, respective parenting approach. And it goes against the grain of mainstream parenting. And again, 100% think everyone is should be allowed to parent the way that they want to parent. So let me preface this with that. For us, this felt the most aligned with our values and how, like, what, how we wanted to raise our child. So it went against the grain of the majority of the people I was surrounded by before, before having Kaya, since my community has grown much more so that like allowing myself to to follow that even though I really didn't have anything to show me it would work except for like what I was reading and what I believed and then actually seeing the payoff so my good friend Julia shout out to Julia if she's listening she has been I'm gonna cry she has been my rock through so many things uh parenting wise and I didn't meet her until Kai and I went to a little like a little class for 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 kids Mm -hmm. like for babies basically um in our community when Kaya was, I think, about six months old. I think that's about right. And so, or maybe nine months old. And so she really has been so supportive in like helping me with this growth and like accepting that you, you can do things your way, right? Different or not, you can do them your way. So that piece for me is like navigating that, feeling pretty alone and then kind of finding some community along the way. But now seeing the path, like how Kaya acts or how she interacts with other human beings, how she approaches life, how she approaches her every day, like seeing her like flourish, like seeing how she um, just like loves life and like loves big and allowing her to like really become her whole self, how she how she should be has been so, so rewarding for me. And as she gets older, even more so. Yeah, I I feel like I'm not crushing that spirit. It is a lot of work. Let me just tell you, respectful parenting is freaking hard. Like when you're trying to get out the door and you just want to get on a fucking snowsuit. (laughs) Like, let's talk about that. Just put on your snowsuit. But so that piece of it. okay, like mm -hmm, it's hard. We are not 100 percent. We are like, (laughs) let me tell you. But um, we are like a a mostly approach or trying approach and yes it's work in progress man, always. if you live in a warm weather state i like have a little envy because this snowsuit warm like getting them warm to go outside for like 20 minutes that piece of it so like it's just trying and then constantly being like okay but i i really do like believe in this this approach and that and i am seeing the payoff and so back to my friend julia we would talk about like all this work all this work and then we're like someday we're gonna see the payoff and then we did like we did and then she did and it was like really cool so her son is a few months younger than Kaya and so we really really together sort of like 
we're in the thick of it and like trying so hard and then the payoff starts happening. So that's been the most rewarding thing for me, I think. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I I definitely would second that part of it as well, which is... Ah, oh, respectful parent. It's, oh. it's a beast. It's uh, a beast. And that's another piece where we've really had to do our homework and learn and it was not intuitive and it did not come naturally. It's not the way I was raised and it is not what I have seen most people do. <laughs> I, I actually would say, I don't know that I've seen anybody do it until probably meeting Julia. So, uh, yeah, it's a challenge and yeah, definitely not always, uh, uh, my best self on that front either. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. So what has surprised you the most? in this parenting journey? Gosh, uh, a lot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Everything. Yeah, mo- I mean, I, so I, I worked at a daycare when I was in college and in my senior year in high school. So I, it, I was no stranger to taking care of children. I knew what it took to care for them, care keep for them. them alive. Yeah. Keep them alive, have fun with them. Like I knew how to do all that. The, the amount of work that it actually takes to be a parent all the time, not just like a caretaker for when their parents aren't there and the decisions you have to make constantly that feel, I mean, many decisions feel big and some of them are, some of them probably aren't as big as they feel. Just the constant amount of work that it takes. It's it's awesome. I've said it since the beginning. It is the hardest job I've ever had, and it is the best job I've ever had. Yeah. But it it was, I guess, somewhat surprising because I always thought to some degree that it wasn't as hard as <laughs> it, it actually is because I, I looked at it from my – well, I used to have a class of 25 kids every day all summer that I worked with, and you're like – yeah, but you're not their parent. You're not their no, parent. It's not the same. It's not. So can I can I deal with a lot of the stuff that comes along with being a parent? Was I good at it? I could change a diaper with the best of them, like from the start. I had no problem feeding children. I didn't care about getting. No, our niece and nephew, no. you were like king diaper changer. Oh, yeah. It was I'm, great. I'm, yeah, I'm great. I changed, <laughs> I mean, literally hundreds of diapers before I ever had a niece, nephew, child of my own. So... I think I probably had a leg up on a lot of guys in that sense that I was fine getting dressed, all that kind of stuff I can handle. Although it kind of makes me look like I don't know what I'm doing some days. uh, uh, (laughs) But I can, I can handle bedtime routine is a mess. It's a fiasco. fiasco. Oh man. It's, (laughs) it's, it's, uh, boundaries, uh, that you haven't set. I have not set. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I, that that was probably the biggest surprise. But I want was, the bluey pajamas, Dad. They're dirty. Oh. Uh, um, so the um, that was that was probably a big surprise. Uh, in and then you know some of the curveballs that we got handed, I guess those are a big surprise. And in, in the sense that I wouldn't have imagined them happening or the impact that they had. But yeah, it's the road has been rewarding and very challenging and i've been surprised by probably both to some degree just about everything yeah Yeah. it's really it's it really goes back to expectations again again yeah it's really really that it's like all these expectations Mm -hmm. we set and like yeah okay and it's honestly it's a good like that's a good metaphor 
for life. Like expectation oftentimes is the root of your displeasure. Oh my gosh. Even with like, uh, with like dealing with humans in your life, adjust your expectations. That's a whole nother show. It changes, but yeah, you can, if you have a takeaway, expectations, if you can adjust them across all aspects of your life, boy, it can go a lot better for your emotional health. And just uh, get the just get the bluey pajamas. Just get them. Yeah. yeah Regardless they, if they have syrup all over them. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Uh, oh, so most surprising thing for me. So I think I have two things, and I, I don't think I can narrow these down really. So first thing would be I am surprised – by how different it is than I thought it would be. So again, expectations, but just shocked how different it is. Uh, you know, you read like they, they're going to feed every four hours. No, they're not. No, they're not. I mean, maybe. Maybe you got a unicorn. Yay, that's awesome. Like when they're newborns, like that's great. Um, or like they're going to sleep once they're three months old. And that was when she like remembers she's laying there all of a sudden wide awake. Oh. Like, what are you doing? Yes. Um oh. Or, like, by six months old, they'll sleep through the night. And, like, there's just none of it. Like, I just, like, again, going back to, like, my community that I've grown, like, and just having a support system that this literally just looks nothing like I thought. And, like, being okay with it. And it's great. Like, it's not good or bad. It's just it's just allowing it to be different than, than the idea. It's probably one of the biggest surprises. And second surprise is how much I love it. Like, I knew I wanted to be a mom. There was no question. She was very, very wanted. Um, And I really thought, like, I would like it a lot. I had no idea. I guess it's because, like, you don't, they say, like, you don't know, like, the capacity of your heart or what your heart's capable of until you have a child or, you know, you even have multiple children. Like, that's what they've heard them say that. Yes. Right? So, Maybe it has something to do with that. Like my heart has like expanded, but I actually can't believe how much I love it, how much I love being a mom, how much I love being the thick of it, even the hard stuff. So those are probably the two most surprising things for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I um yeah, I would agree with that also. Yeah. And you know, something that I think too that has been a really really important thing along this journey is accepting that there's not going to be balance and another friend Allison I had her on the podcast Allison of Allie Marie Design another good friend of mine she uh mentioned like harmony she finds tries to find harmony and ever since then I've been like that is what it is it's not balance it's never going to be like 50 50 you're going to have seasons and days that are all different and so just allowing harmony and making sure that your life feels good and I talk a lot about alignment woo woo on here but really for our family like following our true north like what guides us like what is our our the most important thing which is our family and allowing that to like really guide us as we go and so like whatever that is for you like identifying like what's your true north like what's the most important thing to you like what's your big why regardless if you have children or not and then just kind of staying in alignment and on that path has really really helped us when it's been really hard yeah and that's i think the the key is if if it feels if you don't feel like everything is good, then something probably needs to shift a little bit. Like if you're feeling really dissatisfied in some way, that's when like changes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to guess it's going to start with expectations. Yeah. 
but sometimes something actually does need to change. Yeah, and it's true. you can have uh, a a job or a career or a business. Anything is out of whack with the rest of your life. Then that's maybe something to look at. And you don't have to have all the answers, right? Like no, I also that's, thought, that's like I needed. The... You don't have. You don't I'm... always have all the answers for the. Future. I don't have so many things figured out. So three years into this, like. I don't have a clue. Sleep is bananas, whatever. Like, it's just bananas. I'm never going to have that figured out. So, like, please don't come to me for any sleep advice. But there's so many things. And just accepting that I'm not going to know. So, really, like, just, again, going back to being kind of comfortable with this, like, new new person, this, like, new evolution of myself. And just kind of owning it and, and starting to, like, really love it has yeah. been a huge thing for me. So. Okay, babe, so we get to go celebrate our daughter again. We're having a little outdoor party tomorrow for her, which is going to be it's gonna be pretty warm, right? Yeah, it's going to yeah. be pretty nice. It's the dead of winter it's like, here. It's like 50 degrees difference from today. So that's Minnesota, if you're not from here. 30 degrees tomorrow is 50 degrees warmer than it is right now. It's negative that's, 20. It's negative 20 degrees. That's nuts. We're and having an outdoor sledding so, party, yeah, and we are being blessed with a 30-degree yeah, day before very, the temps dive again. So very lucky. hooray. We had to reschedule it from last weekend because it wasn't it was the negative. also a negative yeah. something, <laughs> so we could not do it. So we're going to wrap this up and go get our daughter, who thank you, Bluey, for allowing this podcast to be recorded because she is currently watching Bluey while we're down here in the living room recording. Um, but I just kind of wanted to, to just share some, I guess, last thoughts with you and really wanted to start a conversation with parents out there who maybe are feeling a little bit alone in your parenting journey or you know who are feeling lost or like you don't have that community quite yet and more more than anything I wanted this show to be inspiring to you that keep searching for that community when we first started uh we started out with uh, basically every curveball and the cards were kind of stacked against us and what our marriage went through, what our family went through, what I went through health-wise um, were so incredibly challenging. And somehow, some way, we managed to to get on the other side of it mostly, which has been huge. And I know many people are in the thick of it, in the thick of the hard stuff, and there'll be more hard stuff in the future because that's how life is. But we really wanted to record this just to kind of show up for everyone and to have some, share some space with you to allow you to show up as yourself as well in this parenting journey, wherever you're at. So all our love to you. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can hit us up on Instagram. You can find us at Bus Bench Babes, or you can find me at Images by Chris, K-R-I-S. And you can find Ryan at Audio Soleil on Instagram as well. And I also kind of wanted to do one more little sidebar before we close here. Okay. okay. So that's what I do, I guess. You go down rabbit holes, I do sidebars. Mm -hmm. It's like our thing. We need Beth here to like get us back on track, yep. right? Beth, where are you? Um, so... Ryan, one thing you didn't really touch on was the the role that men, like the community for men in this. And there really isn't much community out there. So for dads or just men, like men in general, like trying to navigate parenting, right, has been trying to find your community is even more challenging. And I know how challenging it's been for me. So if you are feeling that way or you know your husband's feeling that way, like, this is sort of maybe to spark that conversation of let's change this. 
let's start building community and we can start right here. So it's not just moms that are feeling the stresses and the challenges and trying to find the community when they're they're evolving into motherhood or finding that new identity. It's also the dads. So you can you can hear Kaya now yelling. She's yep, she's, she's done. She's okay, we'll wrap minute. up. So do yep. There she is. Uh she's yeah. making her appearance at the end of the show. But so yeah, hit us up. Hit us up on social. Let's keep this conversation going and know that we see you. You're not alone. And we're sending you all our love. So happy birthday, Kaya. Happy birthday, sweetie. We have a three-year-old. It's amazing. And it's a blast. And And we're looking forward to going sledding tomorrow. Yeah. So take us away. Until next time, remember to keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, this is this looks better. <laughs> we should really hire a professional. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> We're gonna dive into <laughs> your mouthing. You don't even know what you're doing. You're actually mouthing what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I just found a weird tick that you do. I've never noticed before. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.